hope everyone's week is off to a great start. It's always so cool to see where you guys are listening to the pod. So wherever you are in the world this Monday or whatever you're up to, I hope you're starting the week off right. I'm so excited for today's episode because I hosted one of my friends from home, Mary-Kate Nemeth. So MK is a second semester senior at the College of Charleston and is currently pursuing a degree in exercise science. She's a certified group fitness instructor who got her start in the industry working the front desk at a local fitness boutique and has since gained experience coaching at corporate gyms throughout Charleston. However, she decided to put the corporate world aside and pursue her passion through creating the Sweat Zone, where she hosts local pop-up workouts throughout the Charleston area. In this episode, she gives us insight into how to kickstart a fitness journey, find balance in everyday life, what inspires her, and more. You guys, I'm so excited for y'all to get to know MK, so thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Hugo Girls podcast. Hi, how are you doing? Thank you so much for being on the show today. Hi, Maddie. I'm so excited. (laughs) It's so good to have you on. Um, I know our listeners have kind of heard a little bit about you just in the intro to this episode, but let's let's hear all about you. Give us your elevator pitch and uh, let us know who you are. All right. Well, there's a lot to me. Um, (laughs) I am Mary-Kate. A lot of people just call me MK. I am a second semester senior at the College of Charleston. Um, I transferred there from Furman University going into my junior year. Um, I'm exercise science, so I'm very passionate about that, which Maddie probably told you guys in the intro. Um, Exercise science major, and I am a group fitness certified coach. Um, some other fun facts about me. I basically have lived in Charleston my whole life. Maddie and I actually went to high school. We cheered together. So it's great to see her face. Um, and yeah, I'm just out here trying to pursue a healthy lifestyle and help, um, other people around me, especially females. I think I've always looked up to a lot of different people in the Charleston area as a female, um, And that's kind of my goal to other people. Um, Yeah, that's, I'm super, super excited to be here. (laughs) We're super excited to have you. So to kind of go back to what you were saying, how you um, transferred from Furman to um, the College of Charleston, the beginning of your junior year, and how you always kind of felt grounded in Charleston. Was that um, a choice that you made just because you wanted to be back in Charleston? You missed home. Like what kind of drove that decision? Yeah, so Honestly, I left Furman my sophomore year thinking I was going back. I, you know, said goodbye to my friends. I had a storage unit in Greenville. I wasn't, the thought of transferring wasn't on my mind. Um, And then I was gifted a, my grandma was so great, like super generous. And I was so grateful. She gifted me um, the package to get my certification in group fitness and I kind of thought about it. And I had found a lot of gyms that I liked in Charleston and those females that I looked up to. And I was previously an education major at Furman. And I just kind of had to reevaluate what I wanted to do with my life and what I thought my career was going to look like. Um, So I had lots of hard and long conversations with my parents. And I honestly kept my friends in the dark at Furman because I didn't want like outside influences. I wanted to make the decision for me and I knew it was going to be a really hard decision um, and hard to tell those people because Furman, I made my best friends. Like I had the best girlfriends and I was in a sorority there. um, So I was just around a lot of great people, 
so it was a hard decision, but I knew that I needed to leave. Um, and honestly didn't think about staying in Charleston. I just was looking at other options. Um, so different exercise science programs, um, probably in the South. I, you know, wasn't ever really going to go up North for school. So I, Looked into CFC. I fell in love with their program. I met with the head of the exercise science department. I applied, I got in and it like happened so fast. I had to tell my friends end of July, like it wasn't a, it was a shock to a lot of people. Um, but yeah, I kind of made the decision that way. It was more of a major issue. I, okay. I didn't love the health science program at Furman. Um, and of course, my parents were like, okay, you're graduating in two years. We need a yeah. plan. Like, what's this going to look like? So I just really had to kind of sit with myself and think about what I wanted my life to look like. And um, I've, for some reason, always thought I was going to be an education major and become a teacher. And in some way, I still am. I am teaching others. It's just not in that like classroom setting. So I feel like it's coming full circle. <laughs> no, absolutely. And I feel like that's such a cool thing that your grandma gave to you because it kind of like changed and sparked your motivation for something else so that's really cool was it at that moment that you were like okay I once I get certified I want to start coaching I want to start kind of living this active lifestyle or was that something that you were already doing before when you were at firm and you just wanted to take it to the next level yeah so um like I said earlier Maddie and I cheered together I'm not a super coordinated person so I've never been great at <laughs> sports. Um, but I have always loved fitness. I, in high school, I actually worked at a front desk in one of our boutique gyms over on Daniel Island. And I really loved that community because it pushed you, um, in all aspects of life. You know, you had your nutrition help there, you had your group fit, you could do personal training with them. Um, but they also had like a social aspect to it, which I really loved. Um, so I started with that and that I think fit culture really, helped me fall in love with this. Yeah. Um, and then I went to Furman and I was, I don't know, I think I kind of had a little bit of a dry patch with exercise and, you know, it's freshman year, you want to eat everything at the dining hall and I would go to the gym and stuff, but it wasn't, I don't know. I definitely had like a little, yeah, a little dry patch, but um, <laughs> moving into my sophomore year, they actually brought charge to campus have you heard of it charge I haven't so, okay, what, so what exactly is it it's basically like a fitness I like to I don't think you're supposed to describe it like this but it's basically <laughs> like a fitness sorority in my mind um it's so cool because it's it's a female organization where basically each week you go to different studios in the area so you can try out bar classes you can go to boot camps you can have a nutritionalist like come in and talk to you guys like there's so many different like parts to it yeah, that's really and cool. I loved it like that was something I was like whoa like I fell in love with the group fitness like I love taking classes with people I was able to push myself harder um so I really fell in love with that and then when I moved home for that summer when I was kind of going back and forth about what I wanted to do I actually got a job at Lululemon and that community is my rock. They are so great. They are so motivating and just encouraging. I have 
I don't, maybe it's just my, my team. I don't know, but they are just, they're the best. So I was able to take classes with them. Um, so kind of similar to that charge going to group classes with your friends. It's a great, like, it's so great. I love doing that. Um, so I was doing that. And then I also worked at a few, well, I started working at one studio as again, just a front desk girl. Um, but I was able to jump in the classes all the time. So I've always been in the group fitness. And once I decided to transfer and um, I finished my certification, so I passed my test, I kind of was just like, okay, where do I want to go with this? Where, what studio, what do I want to do? And, you know, it was, it was hard because I, there's a lot of different studios in Charleston. Charleston is very fitness driven. Oh, <laughs> There's yeah. a studio in every corner, which I love because right now that's what I'm doing. I'm hopping around. I'll play in my own classes, but I really just like, I go to yoga. I go to grip box. Like I do boxing boot camps, all that stuff yeah. just to mix it up. And I, that's just something I love to do. Um, so when I got my certification and I kind of was just like, okay, do I start applying places? What do I do? The gym that I actually was working out in um, was opening one downtown. So I was just like, hey, do you guys need trainers? <laughs> I just got certified. Um, so I was able to do that. And I am so grateful for the opportunity that I had. I was with that studio for um, almost a year before I decided to leave. But I was really able to find my voice, which was cool because you know, a lot of, there's different types of group fitness. You could either have someone who is upfront doing the class with you out of breath the whole time, which is now what I'm doing, or yeah. you have <laughs> corporate companies that have these gyms all over the place that like Orange Theory or F45 or um, even some, I feel like some yoga studios, they have like a set workout. And that's what I did. I just showed up. Everything was on the screen. And I could just coach. I can motivate people. I learned, really learned how to cue um, certain exercises. So it was a great learning experience for me. Um, and I love the people, obviously. It was a great, great community. But I decided I kind of wanted to step back from that and focus on, okay, I am graduating in May. What, what am I going to do with this? Yeah. Um, so I started the sweat zone, which is basically my, um, my baby. <laughs> I do pop-up workouts once a month as of now, um, hopefully moving into, you know, maybe twice a month. Um, but the goal is to have it pretty consistent by the time I graduate. Yeah. So that I can really kick off with that. But um, yeah, I loved all of the previous studios I worked at because they really taught me like when I was at Cycle Bar, I was able to really understand the back part of running a studio. Like, yeah, absolutely. Basically how to run my body and all that stuff. So, um, and then with that 45, I was able to actually find my voice, which surprisingly as a female, it's hard, especially this industry is very male dominant. I, you know, had to make sure that, you know, my clients respected me. I had to make sure the males in the room respected me because I am certified. I have the knowledge. I yeah. know what I'm talking about. So I really had to work at that because that was hard. Um, but now that I've found my voice and I know what I'm talking about, I wanted to kind of take it to the next step and do something on my own. Um, and it's been fun so far. It's been yeah. 
I've had two, yeah, two pop-ups and my next one is next Sunday. Um, and I'm doing like a little birthday theme. So yeah, that's so exciting. And that's like, I feel like you've kind of touched on all different aspects of like your fitness journey so far. And I think it's really cool that, like you said, you have that background experience with mind body, with working at fit culture and working the front desk, like kind of where it all started. And then you've taken it, you've worked in the corporate setting, like you've done the more like actual coaching and queuing and that kind of thing. And now you've kind of transitioned it into your own, but all on top of this, you have a puppy, you're a college (laughs) student, you're still working at Lululemon. So I, I mean, just for me, I also being a college student, like it's hard, it's hard to do the time management thing. It's hard to like check everything off and make sure you get everything done on your to-do list. So as a college student who is also upholding and fostering a healthy lifestyle, who's creating this brand, who's creating this company, what does a standard day in your life look like, week in your life? Like, how does that vary and how do you do it all? Yeah. Um, so I get overwhelmed very easily. <laughs> uh, I'm someone who, like you said, I have a to-do list and I check it all off. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, very, I'm not someone to procrastinate. Like, not at all. So basically, like, I guess a, a, a weekday, I mean, in the, the world we're living in now, it is a lot, I think it's easier because I'm basically on Zoom all the time. So yeah. it's not like I'm driving back and forth to campus because I don't live on campus. Um, so I'm not commuting. I always like to start my day with some sort of movement, whether that's taking a workout class or going on a long walk with Winnie, which has been like my go-to right now. And I just leave my phone at, in my apartment and we just walk and it's so great and relaxing and it's just a good way to start my day. Um, but I normally do that, some type of movement. And then I have class. Um, a lot of my classes are on my own. So I just log in when I want. Um, so I'll, I kind of split it up during the week on what classes I'm going to work on. Um, and I really work on class for for a big chunk of my day. I only am working three days a week at Lulu right now. Um, just because since I transferred, I'm taking 21 credits. So very much, yeah, very much drowning in school. Yeah. Just making sure we can graduate on time. Um, so I cut back my hours that way. Um, and honestly, like this semester to last semester, I'm doing a lot better because I'm not at a gym coaching from six to 9am, you know, like I have more, more downtime and, um, I'm really grateful for that since I am taking those classes, so many classes, (laughs) um, but yeah, I normally do class and then I, you know, I try and either, I don't love to do work in my apartment. So I'll either do a little bit of work in my apartment, then you know, either take Winnie on another walk or I'll go to my apartment complex. They have a little, um, coffee bar area where I can, you know, set up on my laptop and like see people, uh, cause yeah. my studio apartment is very small yeah. and I need some space, but, or I'll go and meet a friend at a coffee shop and we'll just get a bunch of work done. But that's really what I like to do. I like to kind of plan a few days a week where I just grind. I get all my homework done so that when I am working at Lululemon that night, like I don't feel, feel overwhelmed that I have like, oh, I forgot I have to take this quiz or I need to plan the workout for next week's pop-up. Like I have, um, I have my list, but I like to just kind of 
chunk out a portion of my week where I focus on school. Um, I don't know if that's the smartest decision because then again, I have like a to-do list that's 10 bullet points long. And I'm like, I have to get this done before I leave the coffee shop. Um, But that's just kind of how I stay motivated too. So then I'm like, oh, it's Tuesday. I only have to take one quiz today and then I don't have to think about school. So I don't know. That's kind of how I do it. And then yeah, I have been, like I said earlier, I'm bouncing around at different workout places. So some nights I'll go to yoga. Um, I really love yoga at night. I, I like to get up early to kind of get my head going with a walk or like I'll go to the apartment gym and do some type of boot camp or something. Mm-hmm. But I really like to end my day with yoga. It's just the breathing really helps. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm right there with you. It's like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes when you get up in the morning, you just want to like accelerate your heart rate and kind of get things moving. Like I remember, um, maybe it was last break when we were at a yoga class together and I was talking to you and you were like, yeah, like I love yoga, but like in the mornings, like I just want to like really like go hard. And I was like, I relate to that. Like I get that. So it's, I agree. And it's, I mean, I commend you for everything that you're doing because it's like, even when you're saying you're sitting down with your 10 things on your to-do list, like that is insane that you're like, okay, I'm going to get this done so I can move on to the next thing. And then when I'm at little limit or when I am working on the pop-up or whatever, like you can be solely focused on that. And that's incredible. And so with that, I know that in terms of training and in terms of coaching and all that kind of thing, living a active lifestyle kind of goes hand in hand with also fueling your body in a certain way. Um, and I feel like something that a lot of people our age struggle with or um, just have a hard time balancing is the nutrition aspect of that. Um, so how important is nutrition to you and your personal fitness regimen or what is kind of your go-to type of like meal or type of day in terms of eating? Yeah, for sure. I This is something that I really hope to help educate people on too, because that is, like you said, as a female, um, it's, there's this idea that you can only eat a certain amount of calories so that you stay thin. And I definitely was in that mindset a few years ago, like, okay, I need to eat the smallest portions possible, but I've kind of switched my mindset into, okay, I need to be fueling my body so that I feel good. And then I become stronger. Like that's my that's my goal right now. I think that should be everyone's goal. We should be stronger both physically and mentally. Um, and fueling your body properly goes hand in hand with that. So (laughs) I'm a big believer in meal prep. And I like, like I said, I have a, like we have talked about, I have a lot going on. So (laughs) I plan my meal prep on Sundays. Um, and I kind of prep, like I give myself some grace. I prep probably about like three dinners. And like this week I prep four lunches just because if I am at a coffee shop or I'm at my apartment in class, that they're just super easy. Yeah. Um, so I'll just tell you what I made last week. Yeah. I'm curious. Um, I normally in the summer and stuff, I'm a huge smoothie drinker. So I'll always have a smoothie in the morning when it's really, really cold out. I kind of 
you know, yeah. gear away from that. Um, so I'll maybe do like oats or something like that. Um, with berries, that's kind of my go-to. And then this past week I made little taco, um, salad. So I put like rice and black beans and corn and ground turkey and it was delicious. And I'm thinking about making it again, which <laughs> doesn't happen because I like to switch it up. Um, and then for dinner, I just, what did I make last week? Oh, this was new for me. And I don't know if I'll do it again, but I did <laughs> zucchini spirals. So I made like zucchini pasta. Okay. Do not, do not, for all your listeners, do not take the time to do it yourself. I know you <laughs> better. My hand was cramping. I was, I was like, this is a waste of my time. I'll buy the pre-made ones. Um, yeah. So I made zucchini spirals and I did, um, I kind of made it like a Asian dish. So I did like sesame chicken with it. And it was, it was really good. Um, but yeah, do you, I would always just say, <laughs> yeah, you're I, like, go pre-made. Yeah. I got this little spiral maker from TJ Maxx. So I was like, Oh, I got to try it out. No, <laughs> it's not worth it. It's, yeah. it's not it. Uh, so that's kind of what I do. And I'm a big, I'm a big snacker. So I've kind of switched my snacks to being more fruit based. Um, just because I haven't been doing my smoothies as often. So I'll do like apples in the afternoon, that kind of thing. I love apples and oranges, but yeah, like I said, though, I give myself some grace. So like last night I had mellow mushroom pizza. Like I know when to, it's an 80, 20 lifestyle for sure, but I know when to give into my cravings and I do always like to have something sweet at night. So whether that's like cookies or, you know, Trader Joe's has the best little little treats. So, um, that's kind of what I do. I really do like to talk to people about it though, because I think a lot of people are like, Oh, I've done three or four workouts today. I'm just going to have a smoothie for dinner. And I'm like, don't do that. (laughs) No, no, we need carbs. Carbs are good. (laughs) So I think like a lot of people, and I found that too, at previous gyms I worked at, like people would go so hard in their workouts. They would come, the workout was the same the entire day and they would come back at least twice. And I'm like, gosh, this is a lot. (laughs) Like, are we eating well? Or like, then they'd be like, yeah, I'm going on a run later today. I'm like, okay. Um, (laughs) are we eating well? Yeah. (laughs) Because that's just something that people don't I don't know. It's just like sometimes either goes over their head or they have really adapted to these like social norms that women only eat 1200 calories a day, which is is, not true at all. It's insane. And I feel like it's not getting any better, especially like with TikTok and Instagram and all these social media platforms that are like, okay, like this is what I do to work out and this is what I eat. And it's like, one like thin, like 20 calorie rice cake with like a little bit of almond butter on it. And it's like, that's what I eat at noon. And then at 5 PM, I have a smoothie and like, that's my day of eating. And you're like, yeah, I'm like, no, like really didn't get a craving at 8 PM. Are you (laughs) exactly? You're like, no, please eat. So I feel like that's something that's so important because I feel like just being a female in this industry in general is really hard because like you were saying, like with the coaching, it's like, you have the qualifications, like you have the certification, you have the knowledge And you have that aspect of it where you're like almost having to prove yourself. And like, like you said, finding your voice. And then also with the physical aspect of it, it's like, do you need to look a certain way? Do you need to like have people think that you look a certain way in order to be in this industry? So I think it's really a great thing that you have going where it's kind of like, like you said, it's an 80, 20 lifestyle. And like, you kind of put everything you can into the things that 
you have available at the time. But if you want to eat the pizza, you eat the pizza. And like, that's that's great. (laughs) Yeah. And so with kind of transitioning a little bit with that, like when you transitioned from working this more corporate lifestyle and being like at a larger gym to then taking a step back and saying, okay, I want to focus on the sweat zone. Um, How did you know it was time to take that leap and like make that change? Was it the graduation? Was it kind of getting your life like figured out? Like what was the motivation behind it? Yeah. So I think, like I said, that job really helped me find my voice and, um, definitely made me more confident as a coach. I think overall though, I needed, I needed to find a community that was going to lift me up in all aspects of life. Um, so I did need to prioritize school and I knew that if I was staying there, my classes were going to get put to the back burner. That, and that's what happened in the fall. Like, even though we were still on zoom and I ended up taking classes from the studio with like music blaring in the background. And I was not probably not learning as much as I should. Um, So I think that was a big part of it. And I also think like I have struggled to find a studio and this is kind of my goal too, with the sweat zone and hopefully some other things that come down the line with the sweat zone. But my goal is to find or to provide a place where you do have the physical push. So you have those group classes, you have personal training, you have someone that can really push you physically so that you do become stronger. Um, but then they also push you with your nutrition. You know, we have like the goal would be to have a dietitian on hand so that clients could talk to a dietitian and make meal plans um, and go that way too. So they know okay, they know what they're doing in the gym. They know how hard they're working. Okay, this is what they need to fuel their body with. Aside from all of that, I really want to provide a community that is able to have fun in moderation. Um, And I've really struggled to find that. There are so many great gyms in Charleston, but they lack the the social aspect. And then you have Mm -hmm. some, some gyms in Charleston that, prioritize the social aspect. And I want to find a balance. I want to be able to have happy hours twice a month or a Christmas party or, you know, go out for birthdays, that kind of thing. Like a community where you, you're able to do that, but in moderation where it doesn't, doesn't end up hurting your goals, if that makes sense. Um, And as you know, you have, you've grown up in Charleston. Charleston is a very heavy drinking scene. Oh yeah. And it is, it's kind of, in my mind, it's kind of counterproductive um, because you are, you know, you're working so hard in the gym, but then you're going out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then have Sunday fun day. Like, is that really the best for you? I don't know. And like, depending on how much you're drinking too, or, you know, and I also think a lot of people forget that sleep is a huge part of a well-balanced lifestyle. Yeah. So you don't need to be out until 3am continuing to drink. Like that's something that I have really struggled to find in Charleston. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just because of the location that it is such a heavy drinking town or, um, 
maybe that's because I'm in my 20s and that's just the people I'm around, but I want to be able to provide a community where you can be pushed physically, mentally, but like also have that social part in moderation. Like, yeah. Does that make sense? (laughs) That makes complete sense. And I feel like, especially with that, especially being our age and being college students or like just out of college or graduating post-grad life, whatever it may be. um, I feel like it's so hard because there's almost that social pressure to go out, to drink, um, to like be out Friday, Saturday, Thursday. Like I even, I remember freshman year of college, like I was really starting to get into fitness and like friends were going out like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I was like, how, like, how are you doing this? And I remember, um, I don't know. I was talking to someone from home actually, who had kind of helped me with like my nutrition and my, um, fitness lifestyle and everything. And she was telling me, she was like, prioritize sleep and prioritize water intake. Those are the two biggest things that you can do for yourself because, if you're drinking every single night, you're dehydrated. Like you're not getting enough water in. And that's like on top of you already not drinking enough water during the day. So that's just putting you farther back on your goals. And then in terms of sleep, like if your body's stressed out, if you're not getting enough sleep, like it doesn't matter if you're like working your ass off at the gym or if you're going really, really hard, if you're sleeping five hours a night, because that's putting so much physical stress on your body. So I think that that's a really great thing that you're doing where you're like, okay, in moderation, like key term in moderation, like I want to have this social aspect of it, but it's also like a place like you said, where you can be pushed like mentally and physically. So that's, that's incredible. But like any other college student, like I'm sure you get burned out. I'm sure that you lack motivation sometimes. Maybe things are a little bit too tempting when, in terms of like, that social life, how do you kind of balance that? Or how do you bounce back when you are lacking motivation? Yeah, for sure. And I want to say one other thing really quick. I don't want to like, um, I don't want people to like think that I am shaming people that are going out. Yeah. That's not it at all. I just think in the fitness industry as a business and as a studio, that shouldn't be something you are pushing your members or your clients to do. I think there was a lot of times in past studios that I worked at or even just worked out at that would be like, okay, five more burpees and that's one tequila shot tonight. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. Like (laughs) that doesn't make sense. Um, So I'm not trying to shame anyone. I think, like I said, everything in moderation and, you know, my birthday's coming up. I'm probably going to have a fun night. And I think, you know, it just doesn't need to happen, at least for me, Thursday through Sunday. That's just yeah. not how I, that caused me to burn out for sure. No, um, I but now what I do for when I am burned out or, um, I honestly, I listen to my body, which has been something I really struggle with. And the stupid Apple watches really messed with my head for that, mm-hmm. with that for a while, because I was like, oh, I need to hit my move goal. I need to hit my stand goal. I need to hit my exercise goal every day. And like one, your body needs rest days. Like that is how you see your progress is through rest days. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. Or like, if you are working in a studio, you're kind of expected to work out with everyone at least once a day. And which is fine. Like I, I really loved that. Again, I love the community aspect of like a group fitness class, but if you're 
really tired or like if you were up late studying and you missed your 6 a.m workout class like it is okay and I think I had to really digest that and realize that you know life will still go on if I don't hit my mood goal on my stupid apple watch and sometimes if I you know I'm not feeling good or just kind of over it I won't even wear it for the day which I that was unheard of a couple months ago (laughs) um So I do that. And then I also really push myself. So like I said earlier in the episode, I love to end my night with yoga. And there's this one class that I go to every week. I literally book it a week in advance because I have to, sometimes I have to force myself to go because it is a 715 class. And in the winter, it's cold. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I don't want to go, but the class is paid for. I have to go. And it's a deep stretch. And it is, it's not fast at all. It is slow. It's focusing on your breathing. And it's honestly just time I sit in stillness with myself, which again, hasn't happened, doesn't happen on the regular. Like it's not something I, I've always tried like meditation in the morning, but like my, like I said, my life gets so busy. I just kind of will forget about it where this class, I have to go and actually sit with myself, sit with my emotions and my feelings and like, let go of my to-do list. And I love it. It's my favorite thing. I've never regret going. Um, So that's something I really like to do because it, it honestly calms me. I go, when I leave, I drive home in silence. Like it's just, it's really relaxing. And, um, I'm, that's something I push myself to do every week because I know I need it. And I know my, like my mental health <laughs> needs it. <laughs> yeah. And that's nice too, because like you said, it's kind of that reset and it's like, I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes you're so focused on like, I mean, even me, like I'm focused on like, okay, yoga sculpts, like I got to add weights to it. I got to get in the cardio aspect of it. And like, at some points you're like, oh, should I do it if I'm not burning 400 calories? Like, should I do it if I'm not building muscle? And it's like, sometimes you just need that release. And like, you need to stretch. Like you can't, you're actually harming your body if you're not stretching, if you're not relaxing. So that's awesome that you've incorporated that into your routine because I feel like often it's like, I don't know, at least from what I've seen, there's kind of like a stigma. There's like the like gym rats and then there's like the yogis, you know, and it's like, you don't really like cross over. And so that's, that's a really great thing because I feel like you really need both aspects of that. And so kind of just wrapping up a little bit on this episode, um, you've obviously been a college student for four years. You've been in the fitness industry since high school in some capacity, um, working, whether it be at a front desk or coaching or whatever it may be. Um, just from your experience and from kind of what you've learned throughout the years, like what is your best advice to someone who's looking to either begin a fitness journey or someone who's currently feeling burnt out on their current lifestyle? And just, I guess, like, what would you, what would you, what advice would you give to your younger self? Yeah. Um, so I think something I would tell my younger self is kind of like we just talked about with the Apple watches and just know when to listen to your body, your body is a lot smarter than you think it is. Like it is telling you that your lower back hurts because you are doing this exercise way too often. Or like it is, you feel so fatigued. Yeah. It's because you're exhausted. You need to take the day off. Like it's, it's smart. And I think that's something that I struggled with from the get go. Like 
even when I did work um, at a front desk at Cycle Bar, like I had a gym membership, I would go to that gym and then I would work and then jump into spin class almost every day, which is insane. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I think I just kind of, I think I fell in love with it so fast that I, I wanted to do it all. And I think I would tell my younger self that like, again, listen to your body and take it slow. Like it is a progress. Like it's not going to happen overnight. It's takes time. And I think that's something that I really didn't understand in the beginning. It was like, okay, I'm working out three times a day. Why don't I look a certain way or whatever? Um, so I think that's something I would tell my younger self. And if someone was trying to get involved in this industry and I'm, you know, I have so many ideas and so many plans that I want to do with the sweat zone and I'm actually moving soon. So I'll have more space and I'm hopefully starting a YouTube channel. So like, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Um, It's been on my mind for a while. I just have to, like I'm about to say, you just got to do it. And I think that a way to do that is to find someone that's going to hold you accountable. Um, And I had some friends that would do that. You know, we would talk about plans and you like my friend right now, he's trying to start his channel or kind of like build an Instagram and it's very different. It's not health or wellness related at all, but we share ideas, um, which is kind of cool because like we're not doing the same thing. So it's easy to talk about without kind of stealing ideas. Um, So I think having someone that holds you accountable and just going for it. I think a lot of times people get nervous about what, other people are going to think. And I've definitely fallen into that just because I have kind of switched my social media life to more fitness. And I don't know if, you know, friends from high school are really going to want to see that. And I, rather than getting in my head about it, I've kind of just thought, well, if they don't want to see it, they'll unfollow. And that's, and that's that. Um, So I think you just have to really put others' opinions aside Mm -hmm. and do what you want to do. Do what you hope and like your goals, just start pursuing them because that's the only thing holding you back. You just gotta, gotta get it going. And I know like my first YouTube video will not be up to my standards, (laughs) a bit of a perfectionist, but I know I just have to post it and just start. Um, and that's something I'm really looking forward to. And I, again, having that friend that's going to hold you accountable, um, to be like, Hey, you filmed a video, you better upload it. You know? (laughs) So I think, um, just be passionate about the things you're doing. Um, cause if you're not passionate, then you're not going to want to do them. And that's just, it's not just, it's just not going to (laughs) work. Yeah, no. And that's, I feel like that's just the life lesson in general is just follow your passions. And it's, it's kind of as simple as that. Like you said, just to kind of start and it's it's easy you know I mean the process isn't easy but just the actual starting is sometimes the hardest part so once you do that it's all downhill from there but thank yeah. you so much for being on the show today it's been so great chatting with you and just catching up it's just like great to see your face because I haven't seen you in so long um, so there's so appreciated hearing from you and hearing all about your lifestyle and um kind of how you got to this point but if someone wants to follow you or if they want to look into the sweat zone, I don't know if any of our Charleston listeners are interested in maybe your pop-up upcoming. I don't know if you still have spots available, but where can our listeners connect with you? Just this is your time to shine. Plug yourself. Yeah. So I am very, very, very 
big on Instagram. That's probably the only social media that I really stick to. Um, and I'm just MK Nemeth on Instagram. That's my personal account, but it is starting to switch into more of a fitness related account. And then I did just start a sweat zone account. So it's underscore the sweat zone. Um, that's just where I've been posting a lot of pictures from my pop-ups. It's, I have a friend who's a photographer and he has basically just like this beautiful way he captures everything. And it's very, everything looks very similar, same filters, that kind of thing. So it's just a very pretty page so far. (laughs) Um, But I hope to um, grow my fitness page as MK Nemeth. Um, And then with the sweat zone, like I said earlier, I'm just doing pop-ups once a month and the details on that are on both pages. So you can follow me on either one if you want to see details. Um, my next pop-up is February 7th. I hold them in Charleston, um, right off of King at Union Station. So if you know the Daily Downtown, it's a little coffee shop. It's right next door to that. It's the best event space, in my in my opinion, um, in Charleston. So I hold them at 10 a.m. on one Sunday every month. And like I said, all that information is on my Instagram. But I do have a few tickets left. So if anyone in Charleston wants to come see what the sweat zone is all about feel free to reach out um i'm happy to get you a ticket okay perfect well thank you and i'll definitely um for anyone listening i'll have all this information in the show notes as well as this episode um so make sure to check that out but yeah thank you so much for being on the show today it was so great talking to you and yeah i loved it thank you for having me uh this is my first podcast i've ever been on so you killed it okay (laughs) (laughs) I did all right. Um, I definitely can ramble, so hopefully everything made sense. But it's good to see you. I hope um, you'll come to a sweat zone soon.